Hey, good morning, London. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. Myself, Ron Young, with co-host Peter Martone. Pete, how are, how are you? I'm all right, Ron. How are you? I'm doing good. You've recently got a puppy. You've yeah. added a puppy to the family. I've are had you? him for a week now. Are you regretting it at all? I would never regret it. I love oh, the guy, but I mean, answer. he's he's a handful. It keeps me up at night. Yeah. And yeah, but you know, I know. I, well, I, he, he might be listening right now, so you probably said the right answer. Yeah, I know. The top, I, you know, if you're listening, Duke, you know, <laughs> still love you. Uh, that's great. I just uh, and you know what, dogs are great companions. They're yep. great for stress exercise. relief. Stress, yes, exercise, stress relief. I've actually heard that people who pet a dog at least once a day are something like seventy percent less stressed or, or are happier um, than those who do not have a pet. Unbelievable. It's cool. I, I believe it though. It, like sometimes he can be just the toughest thing to handle, but then he just looks you're know, like, I would do anything for you, bud. Yeah. So So it's safe to say that he's melting the ice away from your heart. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. If you, if, you, <laughs> if I do have that ice there, it is yeah. pretty cold out. Yeah. Well, it's been cold. Uh, you know, we've we've been lucky to have uh, a good string of weather in in December, January. I would argue that winter's been pretty light this year. I would say. And you know, we're we're complaining about the weather right now when we yeah. really never had a true deep cold winter. Yeah. And I actually got my snow tires on in mid-January and I kind of joked with myself, you know what? Why am I even doing this? It's <laughs> it's almost over. Turning around and taking them off anyway. Um, but you're not regretting that choice now. No, no, and I'm not. And uh Pete, one of the things that you'll be able to do with your dog soon enough is uh, run with him. I actually run with my dog, and I love running in the wintertime simply because the climate. And I know that sounds crazy to a lot of listeners, but hear me out. In the summertime, when it's humid and sunny and muggy and, and you just, I feel gross when I'm running. You know what I mean? And Pete, you, you run. I have okay, ran. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I just I like the cool, crisp yeah. air, and I like the that it helps regulate my body temperature. Mm-hmm. I like that I don't get super sweaty. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, a, there's obviously a couple it. of things you have to just be be wary of if you're running in the winter. Obviously, the, the surface, you know, could be slippery. There, I said, there's a funny video I remember seeing online. It's, it's a, I think it's a news reporter talking to two runners in the middle of the night, and they're running, and it's snowing, and they're saying how much they love the winter and they love the snow. It's perfect. Yeah. And then it pans away, and they they start running away, and the one lady just whoop. Bang, falls on her butt. So so you got to be careful, obviously, about what you're wearing on your feet. Make sure you have good traction and stuff like yeah. that. But, uh, again, the, the climate is sometimes more beneficial to people if they, if they like that, that one, cool feeling. One thing as well is dressing appropriately. Now, if you ask my wife, I probably don't wear enough clothing when I go out for my runs. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you do wear too much, then you're trying to shed and, and then all of a sudden – what now you're carrying your you know light jacket or or whatever you're wearing, so definitely dressing appropriately. I usually go with the toque and then throw on my Under Armour kind of windbreaker, mm-hmm. and it's nice and light. So yeah, yeah, breathable. So. You know, you want to bundle up. You want to stay obviously at a good temperature, but you don't want to like cut off your body's ability to thermoregulate. You know, you can yeah. you don't want to be like internally sweating and overheat. So yeah, you got to look at both ways. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you are a runner, if you want to get started in running, uh, I suggest now is better than any time ever. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> Why not? 
Um, Pete, we're talking a little bit about our own experiences. Uh, I know that our uh, we we are both runners at times. <laughs> at times, and uh, certainly we both uh, frequent the gym quite often. Considering we work in the environment, yeah, we have really no excuse if we before or after work or if you have a, a little thirty minute break, you're in the gym, so yeah, you might as well use it. Um, let's talk a little bit about our own routines simply for the fact that what we're going to be talking about is doctors, um, short, per, perhaps shortchanging their health mm-hmm. as a healthcare professional. How easy is it for us to either, uh, work out or, mm-hmm. or perhaps neglect our health? It, it, it's quite easy to neglect it. But one of the things that I find that I do is that as I build my schedule for the week or the following week, I input a workout in my calendar so that whenever it is, I have that opening in that day, mm-hmm. is that I am doing that workout and I block myself out from other work. Um, I try to avoid you at most times because yeah. you got always got questions and stuff. But it, that's the thing. And, and when it's in my schedule, that's my time. That's my time that I'm going to commit to it. Um, and if you don't schedule it in, you, you make it, okay, I might have 30 minutes at one o'clock or yeah. I may have 25 minutes at 1130 or whenever it is. And something always gets in the way and then you'll get to four o'clock and you're like, well, I'll wait, I'll wait till tomorrow now. I, I'm too tired at the end of the day. Yeah. So I like to schedule it in my calendar beforehand and make sure I stick to that calendar. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I can really attest to that having the kids and, and kind of having a full workload and stuff like that. You definitely need to put the time aside. Now, on the other side of that coin, Pete, as healthcare professionals, is it easy for us to say, you know what, I've done a couple workouts this week, I'm just going to let it slide this day? Mm-hmm. It can be, right? It, it definitely can. If you think you've already put in the effort for the week, um, you may kind of shortchange yourself at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you think about how much effort you put in on that Monday and that Wednesday and that Thursday or that Friday and the week and you do nothing... Just think about how much more you can get out of it if you just finish that week and then it comes back to Monday and you're like, I've had a really good week previously. Let's keep yeah. it going. You know, if you if you have a little break in there, you may extend, keep extending and extending that break. So yeah. being consistent. Be consistent. That is a great point. And one of the other things that I wanted to ask you about, Pete, is just this whole idea. And I, I want people to get this misconception out of their head because it's not true. They think, oh, uh, a, a meal, maybe a bad meal cancels out a good workout. But nope. you can't think of it as a uh, bartering One for one. Thing. Yeah, one for one. It's I like to think awful. that I always tell myself if you eat a salad, you're not healthy. If you eat a chocolate bar, you're not unhealthy. You know, right. it, it's, it's, it's about balance, about consistency. If you, eat a cons- if you eat a lot of healthy foods, you are healthier. If you eat a lot of bad foods, you're unhealthy. But yeah. one salad isn't going to make you healthy and one chocolate bar isn't going to make you unhealthy. Exactly. So Love that. 80% of the time, if, you're, if you stick to it 80% of the time, you're going to be progressing forward on a healthier lifestyle. Well, and you should be able to reward yourself once in a while with stuff. Yeah. You know, whether I, it be a big steak dinner or maybe Baskin Robbins, right? Whatever I mean, it is, I, I definitely have a – there's a jar in our <laughs> kitchen that we put – a little Hershey kisses or little like chocolates that, you know, at the end, after dinner, you want something sweet, right. you just grab one of them and 
That's enough. So. Is that beside your swear jar? It's exactly <laughs> beside the swear jar, beside the treat jar for, for the dog. It's beside nice. every other jar we have. Nice. You just got a lineup of jars. <laughs> a line of jars, and I just look at them at the end of the day. <laughs> right on. So, hey, you know what? We're here. We're from MedPoint. We're, we're here to help. And if you want our help, uh, go to the website, medpoint.ca. We just launched a new site. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this uh, on SoundCloud months later, I guess it's still new to you. It so. is still new to you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we encourage everybody to check that out. You can email us, uh, Ron at MedPoint, Peter at MedPoint. The reason we're talking about our own regime is because an article uh, about how doctors can often shortchange their health because of their high deductible and their insurance and stuff like that. So we're going to be talking about this article a little bit more after the break. So this is uh, Ron and Peter. We're f- with MedPoint. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Hey, welcome back to the program. Ron and Pete here from MedPoint. Hello. Hello. Saturday mornings, MedPoint Health Half Hour. We love talking about it. It's fun. Talk about it all through the week, and then we're talking about it on the weekend. Yeah, I know. Sunday, do you talk about health at all, Peter? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> Me too, actually. I can't shut up about it. Yeah. No, I, I sleep talk, and I'm talking about health. Kara right. doesn't like it all the time. I'm always <laughs> asking questions and stuff. Yeah. It's good. An inquisitive mind is a very good mind. And I find that you're very analytical a lot of the time. I try to be analytical. It's good. It's good. It's a good match. Uh, <laughs> when we left for the break, we were talking about our own regime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to bring up this article because it's very interesting for listeners that I find. And um, w- the title of the article is, With a High Deductible, Even a Doctor Can Shortchange His Health. Mm. So you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, well... Obviously, it's American because our healthcare system's free, or, or to some extent. I mean, there are some certain re- restrictions, but uh, for the most part, we get free healthcare in Ontario. For the most part, I agree. We know that those numbers are climbing because, <laughs> with the way technology is, society is, we're very, uh, you know, tied to our desks, mm-hmm. tied to technology. Um, it, it's crazy that we haven't been able to really research this until you know, the last couple decades. But now, lots of problems on the horizon. And with the population continually growing, how do we, you know, help remedy costs? It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, that's a big question. That's a, yeah, you just kept going. It's, <laughs> I, I think it started, obviously, we believe it starts with fitness and nutrition. Yes. You know, like that's the core base of everything. I'm going to do a shout out to... Uh, one of our past employees, Eric Siddiqui. Yeah. Uh, awesome guy. guy. He is very, very uh, motivated in the fitness and nutrition community. Obviously, he's, he's a doctor now. Yes. And he was in the news recently talking about uh, his prescription pads. And they weren't for pills. They weren't yeah. for anything like that. They were for exercise. It's cool. Nutrition. It's so cool. Which is very interesting. I think it's one of a, a very few people prescribe that first before they throw people on medication. Yeah. Um, and he's a firm believer in, in nutrition and fitness. And if you get that under grasp, you, you'll see medications disappear even if you didn't have to be on. Uh, I also, I don't know who I was talking to. I think it might have been you, Ron, about um, individuals who see the doctor and the doctor obviously is tight for time or whatever yep. and says, hey, uh, that looks like symptoms of asthma or it looks like symptoms of whatever. Here's a medication. And a lot of people are misdiagnosed and things like that. Yeah, and they're on true. medication for things that they're not even really needing. I was actually so, talking with Craig Needles on the show a couple of weeks ago about mm-hmm. asthma and the misdiagnosis of that. Yeah. So. so I just get your grip on that fitness and nutrition and we'll see a huge changes in, in, in our fitness and, or in our health of our population. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, that's where it starts. Obviously, there's going to be some people who have some conditions. They can't jump right into fitness, but certainly no, of course. everybody can afford to eat healthy. Everybody yep. can uh, definitely start eating healthy, mm-hmm. and there's no restrictions on it. But um, let's spit out some numbers from this article, and we'll just kind of try and digest this. At least 46 million Americans have health plans with deductibles of $1,000 a year or greater. So 46 million at a thousand dollars a head. At a thousand dollars or more. So that's not you know maybe some people have five hundred dollar deductible yeah. stuff like that. Um, number represents twenty five percent of employees compared with just four percent a decade ago. Isn't wow. that crazy? So a lot of us have more benefits, and I'm, I'm assuming that people love that they have benefits at their work yeah. or wherever they're employed. But I mean. You, people are exploiting some of these benefits yes. and, and like you may not need to use them. So if, if you use them, obviously there's a cost to somebody. It's really a double-edged sword and it's kind of difficult to, um, you know, uh, try and figure out what the best solution is because obviously if you have insurance, if you have benefits, you want to use them, but then the more that people use them, the higher the premiums are going to be for the next year. Exactly. So you're kind of caught in the middle. We had that experience uh, last year, right? Yeah, we did. And, and we, we <laughs> obviously, we, 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 we revamped our benefits and we everybody had um, massages. And wow, everybody was like, great, we can use our massages. Yeah. And we used them and then we overused them. And then we noticed our premiums went up next year. So yeah. obviously these costs are rising and rising. They're costing us more money. They're costing other people money. So we can't keep spending like this. Exactly. Someone, someone's in the deficit. Yeah, and and this this article is talking about um, doctors specifically who are trying to cut back, and I mean this has to go along with practice what you preach, right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, you know mentioning uh, Dr. Eric Sadecki, absolutely. This guy is going to be one that makes waves, that changes uh, some of the mm-hmm. you know things that go on in the healthcare field. Hopefully for the better, uh, obviously for the better, but uh, hopefully he can make those changes, implement some yeah. of those. Um, but, you know, looking at doctors and, and just saying, you know, maybe they have a $5,000 deductible. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have that procedure done now? Are exactly. you going to have that, um, you know, skin tag removed? It can be something as small as that. Or are you going to have uh, heart surgery? Or would you like to delay it a year because mm-hmm. maybe you need to save money? Yep. If your deductible is five grand, you don't have that kind of cash, nope. especially new doctors coming out of school with all that debt. Yeah, exactly. How are they supposed to afford it? Well, then, if they are unhealthy, if they are gaining weight and perhaps um, practicing uh, poor uh, judgment with eating and, and exercise and stuff like mm-hmm. that, then, of course, it's going to be a weight accumulation. And uh, how credible is that doctor now exactly. if they weigh 300 pounds and they're coming to you <laughs> trying to tell you, you to lose advice. weight? If you walk into the a doctor's office and you see your doctor sitting across from you and you're dealing with some issues, say it was uh, overeating or overweight, and your doctor sitting across from you is 350 pounds, and he's telling you what to do, how motivated do you think you are? How much do you think you'll believe what he's saying just because it has a title? is, is the, you, the doctor really needs to step up and practice what he preaches so that his, his patients, his clients, really believe in him. And mm. I'm a firm believer in, 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 in that because uh, for any example, if, if you're taking advice from somebody and they're a hypocrite, why, why are you, you going to believe them? Yeah. Well, looking at some of these, so um, they switched to Fortune 100 company uh, who has 75,000 well-paid tech-savvy employees into high-deductible plans. And what they found was both healthy and sick skipped out on indiscriminately prevention 
imaging, drugs, and they were cutting back on all those costs. So maybe it's like, hey, is your you know tibia fractured? We need to send you for imaging to determine this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just pay this deductible and we'll get you an x-ray. No mm-hmm. problem. Exactly. You might say, whoa, whoa, my deductible is five grand. Uh, I'll wait. I'll see if this heals on its own, you know? Um, so that's a sign that they don't really know what care is valuable and what care isn't valuable. Exactly. Right? And, and you know, high deductible supporters argue that consumers need time to adapt and more tools that will help them price shop. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of moving into more the private health sector, What what uh, one aspect that we do at MedPoint. Exactly. So, hey, you know what? You need an x-ray? Let's shop around. Uh, instead of just give me your deductible, give me your insurance numbers and we'll take care of it, let's uh, find you the best deal. Kind of like... Uh, Trivago or what is that oh, guy? Yeah. I don't know. The Trivago you know, guy. You, you have that for everything. You have that for insurance. You have it for uh, your, the trips that you're going on. You mm-hmm. have a guy who figures out the best deal for you so that you're not overpaying. Exactly. And it's crazy. But, um, you know, they they uh, considered that. The researchers considered that. The company put $3,750 into health savings account and provided them an online tool to compare prices. And uh, they found that no evidence uh, that they found no evidence that consumers were learning to price shop. Mm-hmm. So, again, more research coming out that says even if you do help them, even if you do give them a bit of money to kind of get them, them give going. Give them the right direction. They're still not able to decipher what's what's needed and what's not. So, very difficult. Uh, obviously, healthcare in the United States is is tricky. Um, you know, you, you got to try and figure out what what is needed, what's not, and then also how who's paying for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, healthcare in Canada again, we don't see the dollar signs when we go to have blood work done. We don't see the dollar signs when we have an MRI done, but they are there. And it is something that we need to make sure we watch in the future. And it, it, find out if it really is necessary. We're yeah. not saying that to, if if someone's recommending you get an MRI just to not get the MRI. Yeah, don't poop. <laughs> don't do any of that stuff. But, I mean, if someone's recommending something to you or a prescription to you because of a certain thing, be curious. Yeah. Ask, the, ask the tough questions and say, do you think there's another option for this? Is there something that it won't cost me or won't cost us a lot of my deductible yeah. is is there is there a better way to go about this because if you don't ask the questions you're never going to know um you're going to you're going to use those deductibles up you're going to use your entire entire benefits plan yeah and you may not be your premiums you need might to go be up. an active participant in your own health care exactly um that's all the time we got for today i mean this is a huge debate that could go on and on and <laughs> yeah, on i know if you want to email me or pete about that it's ron at medpoint.ca peter at medpoint.ca of course check our uh, our website medpoint.ca and uh, we'd love to have you in for a tour and show you our services so thanks awesome. for listening this week take care cheers